Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. Stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here and our good buddy King. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, a little excited about this show. Trying to try well, make a little different. A little, little test, little testing show. Are we going to tell them or are we going to kind of keep it keep it on the no, download? No, I, I, I think this, we're, I'm confident that we will get this. Um, I, I think we're like 90% there figured this out so I, i'm confident in announcing this okay all right well i i i i'll i will i will give it to you uh uh take it away what is what 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 the fuck are we doing today jimbo well we are trying our first recorded show um i know we've we've uh oh, wait whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on hold uh, on yeah wait, hold on we've rec- we have recorded Many shows, Jimbo. We have recorded hundreds of shows. Here's the question I'm going to ask you. What is so different about this show that we are recording today? What is so different? There's a there's a different element. There's a different little, just a little, just a little thing, a little difference to the show. What is that? That's the key. That's what we got to find out what we're doing. Well, one, I forgot to take my dubby. Um, and two, <laughs> two. Uh, you can actually see our faces. We're actually doing a video of the show now. Um, I, I know we've said we want to do it back in March and February, but hey, you know, life happens. But finally, we're here breaking into the 20th century. And, and as we break Even in, we're in the 21st. But. Yeah. As we're finally getting into this video stuff, it, it's probably obsolete now and drawn to something else. <laughs> At, we're here. We're here. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to make sure that we, uh, try to, uh, man, I got to My microphone is so screwed. I got to get a new mic anyway. Um, but 
I'm excited about this because I think it's something that we've had to do for a while anyway is is getting um getting into video, getting us on YouTube, having video production, having a video element uh to the program. Yeah. Uh to to put that out there because let's face facts here, man. We need the world to see both of our handsome faces. Oh yeah. You know, so uh, clearly you going the Pat McAfee route with the uh, tank top today, uh, and yeah. me in my wonderful uh, kind of mixed throwback and modern Tottenham Tottenham Hotspur shirt. Come on, you Spurs! I know it's a soccer. You don't like soccer, but uh, only only when America is whooping ass. But um, I, I don't. Yeah, we are not whooping ass. <laughs> yeah. The Women's World Cup. We are hanging on by a fucking thread. <laughs> yeah. Just talk about all. They talked a bunch of shit. Yep. They have not backed it up yet. They're lucky. They are lucky they have gotten that far. And now they got to go against Sweden, who has been one of the better teams uh, in the Women's World Cup. So mm, let's go. <laughs> Buck up, ladies. You, talk, yeah. you ladies have talked a ton of shit. A ton of shit. Time to back it up. Let's go. But as far as these videos, too, I mean, obviously they're going to be on YouTube. Um, we'll probably be posting them on Facebook, our, our Facebook uh, page. Um, I do have a Twitch account for the for the, the podcast. I'm not sure if I could actually upload videos to there, but that might. Well, be I gotta more. see because I don't have like I because this again. This was kind of a test show yeah. as far as it comes to the video element. So I don't know what's going to be out there right now because I I don't have anything recording on it right now. You you listen, ladies and gentlemen. You don't know what we went through just to actually try to get a video connection here. Uh, at first so we're going to see what we can do uh as far as maybe putting out some video stuff uh uh about what what what's going on uh, with today's show um but this obviously was a test show for this to try to figure out how to set it up how to work out some of the kinks and and go from there and uh, let me uh, interrupt you real quick since this is a test um and you know we're learning on the fly here in a way um did you hit record um, I don't have record. I, I don't have record. I don't have anything to record on. So on the, um, so we'll pick up the the tests. I can I can try here. Let me see because I can try to start OBS and that might shut down my entire computer. So I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, but um, we could try to do that. I'm you worried actually, about. You, you can actually have Zoom record it and it sends it to. I can't. Okay. Because I don't have the Zoom account. You yeah. Okay. Because I'm poor as fuck. <laughs> uh, so if you have the ability to record on Zoom and have Zoom send everything to you, uh, record the whole meeting, as it were, and send it to you, that's fine. Then we could do that and uh, and do all that. Oh, hey, look at Oh, wow. That actually did work. Look at that. I can start streaming. Start recording. Man, I, if we wanted to, if we wanted to. Okay. If we wanted to, I could actually just hit start streaming right now and we <laughs> on YouTube right now doing a live show, which is now something else that I know that we can do here. Yeah. So uh, now that I have OBS, no, man, I got to fix this mic cable. This is, how do you, do you not hear that popping? No, you, that you sound fine. Losing my mind. I swear. I'm going to have to look, go back and listen to this show because yeah. this, it sounds bad, uh, but I can go ahead. I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to see if I can record a little bit of the show uh, and then you can record on that and see what happens. Um, but 
it, it, it looks like what we can do. Uh, uh, Recording in progress. Oh my God. That was loud. (laughs) Did you you hear that? Did that go over? Uh, That was me clicking record. You did that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I thought it was me because. Got it. Okay. Okay. See? Everybody here, learning curve. This is what this is. You are experiencing it with us in real time. I was going to say, our fans are learning how smart we are when it comes to computers, but we are very smart when it comes to sports. We are. (laughs) That's very fucking debatable. uh, I I, I don't know. I don't know if you saw the um, uh, the poll that came out of who's the smartest NFL fans, who's the the dumbest. I want to know fans. where that was. I want to know where that was done. It had to be like Harvard or or Princeton. No, clearly not. It had to be somewhere in the Philadelphia area. <laughs> clearly, it had to be somewhere in the Philadelphia area because uh, that was bullshit. Just going to put that out there. Bullshit. Okay, so I will have to step out of the camera real quick and figure out why my computer is not charging right now hold on be right back oh see I, ladies and gentlemen this is this is what we're talking about when we do this we're learning on the fly we're learning with you um and how to do this stuff because uh at the end of the day like i'm poor so me trying to go ahead and, and get stuff together to do this i have a computer that's over 10 years old so i can't really do recording from there uh trying to find a way to record the zoom video from my phone camera while doing the audio through the computer zoom um and there's a like there's a little bit of a delay that you can see like it's all trying to figure all this stuff out it's really um it's really fun and you get to come along with us on this journey uh as we go ahead and try to learn how to actually do a a video podcast Uh, Uh, i I do want to say something real quick since we're talking about computers and electronics I hate these new computer chargers or laptop, I guess you would call it, where it's a two-piece thing. The the plug wasn't... It's a big pack that goes into another wire that hooks up to the laptop and the other end that plugs into this pack is what goes to the outlet. Well, if you don't have the outlet part of it plugged all the way in, it's not charging. That's what happened. Okay, but those are those are common. Those aren't new. Those have, those have been around. Why can't they just do um, one single wire? Um, I don't know. I think it has something to do with like, you know, because uh, uh, I, 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 that, that big, because it's got that big block on it, right? Yeah. 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 yeah and it's, that's like some kind of uh, uh, amperage controller or some, some, again, not smart. I don't fucking know what we're talking about here. I'm not Mr. Technology guy. Never have been. Man, my titties look fucking terrible on this camera. I'm definitely, I cannot wait for fall so I can wear my hoodies and nobody can see my big fat man titties. Neither can uh, I. On video. <laughs> because I can't wait for my pumpkin spice beer during Notre Dame football games. Oh, God. Now, I say, uh, and meanwhile, I sit here and drink pumpkin spice coffee, but pumpkin spice beer tastes <laughs> like ass. I will put that out there immediately. Any, pumpkin spice and cold doesn't go together. And that's I think that's the key. I think that's the thing is that having the pumpkin spice um, cold whether it's in an iced coffee or in a beer or in something like that, like it's like, ugh, it, t- it, it, it tastes like shit. But if you have like a, 
pumpkin spice cider or pumpkin spice hot coffee, which I love. Yeah. Uh, or, or something like that. Then now we're talking like, cause now it's almost like a hot pumpkin pie, you know, yeah. that reminds me of, we have it cold. It, it tastes like you're eating a pumpkin's asshole. And that's not, <laughs> that doesn't remind me of fall. That's not one of my fall memories. Um, so, uh, yeah, not a big fan. You've been trying to get me on that pumpkin beer shit for almost ten years now. Yeah, and I still. But so, how about we talk some sports? How about we finally get into some sports <laughs> outside of all this technology bullshit? How about we actually talk what the show's fucking about, which is sports here. Stay tuned, sports. Stay tuned for the sports after the technology bullshit. Yeah, um, I, I do want to talk to you and, and get your opinion about the whole Jonathan uh, Taylor. Is it? From the Colts, the running back, and Jim Mersey, that whole spat that's going um, on. It, it's, a, it's a couple things. One, do I, I, I don't think what Jim Irsay said was that bad as far as like how some people are portraying it. Some people are portraying it as like, oh, it's a straight-up diss towards Jonathan Taylor and all that. No. I think what he said, pardon me for the burp, uh, I think what he said, he answered the question about what what is the reality of the NFL right now, um, and that's the and that's the truth of it. That's that's the case. Um, now that's another thing with your mercy is that he does have a, a, a habit of of putting his foot in his mouth. Yeah, but at at the end of the day, that's I I don't see what he said as factually incorrect. Now. Overall, should he have said it? Probably not. Um, probably not the best idea to do that. Uh, but he did, you know. And here we are. So, what do you what do you do uh, uh, with that? Jonathan Taylor has this, and and this is this is the key, and this is the thing that that I learned uh, not too long after that is uh, Jonathan Taylor recently got a new agent. Yeah, and apparently before he got the new agent. He was in. He was in the Colts. He was like at OTAs. He was with everybody, smiling, uh, uh, you know, friendly with all the the players. You know, every, every, like everything was a good, jovial atmosphere. He was in a good mood. Everybody else was like, everybody knew what was going on. Everything was great. Um, he got the new agent, and apparently that's when things started changing with him about wanting to get a new contract and wanting to get you know my fair share and wanting to do all that kind of stuff and everything like that and pushed him towards kind of having this adversarial uh, relationship uh, with the Colts uh, uh, and with uh, Chris Ballard and Jim Irsay. Yeah. And, uh, and so that was it. And so then somebody, you know, obviously the reporters asked him the question, Jim Irsay says what he says. Uh, then they have a meeting uh, between Irsay and, uh, and Jonathan Taylor. And then Taylor comes out and says, well, all right, well, I want to be traded. And the Colts said, <laughs> no like what are you gonna do no like yeah. what, like here's the thing this is the cba this is this is what you guys have negotiated with with the way everything is you don't have any leverage there's no leverage for you you have nothing to say this is not the nba where you could just say okay well i want to be traded okay well you know I want $10 billion and a hot blonde to sit on my face. Not going to happen. <laughs> you can wish in one hand, shit in the other, see which one fills up first. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to hold out. Okay. Well then we don't pay you. And then guess what? If you don't play the certain percentage of games, 
then your contract just rolls over to the next year. Yeah. So, you know, and that's the same thing with the franchise guys where everybody's like, well, uh, uh, like uh, 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 Josh Jacobs out there in Vegas where he's trying to hold out and he'll just be like, I'm not signing the franchise tender. I'm just going to hold out. That's fine. He can sit there and he can hold out, but then it just, it rolls over to next year and he's going to still have the franchise tag on him. Yeah. So what do you like? There's no, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, Saquon had the smartest uh, resolution to these kind of issues. Was it great? No, but he made, the absolute best out of a bad situation from his point of view. Yeah. Um, as far as being able to, you know, he, he basically got what the uh, franchise tag contract was going to be. Plus he got a couple of incentives thrown on top of it. And plus he got the 2 million guaranteed, Yeah, you know? So, um, is it great? Is it, um, something that he wanted or that, uh, you know, his agent wanted or people around him wanted. No, but did it take what was a pretty shitty situation and making the best of it? Yes. And then we'll see what happens next year. We'll see what he does. And, and we'll see if the giants have any, uh, uh, you know, are, are willing to go ahead and work with them. If they work something out during the season, um, who knows, uh, who knows what happens. Um, but you know, uh, from from that from that standpoint, it's you know this is how it is right now with the NFL and the running backs and and this current CBA that the players union agreed to. Yeah. If you want to change it, wait until the CBA expires and then try to work in some things like we talked last week about you know things that you know you could do for the running backs, either getting them a, a shorter rookie contract uh, a timetable, or as I've heard on a couple other. Uh, uh, sports shows out there um, have running backs be able to come out a year earlier than anybody else. Instead of having to wait until their junior year to come out, they can come out in their sophomore year. Yeah. Uh, so that again, it's a little <laughs> less time and they're able to go ahead and, and cash in on the fact that, you know, and, and, and I understand it. It's a, there's a lot of legitimate uh, uh, complaints coming from the running back position of, it's really the only position where if you do well, you get punished for it. Yeah. You know, and you you rush for eighteen hundred yards, two thousand yards, and it's you know okay. Well, where's my payday? And it's like yeah, but you got a lot of wear and tear on you, so you got two thousand yards on you. You got eighteen hundred yards on that body, uh, so uh, we're gonna go ahead and just franchise tag you and pay you that, and then uh, you have another great season. Oh, you tore your ACL. That sucks. Well, we're gonna cut you now. You know, and and that's the thing. Like, look at Ezekiel Elliott two years ago, three years ago. You know, people are talking about how he, you know, he, he got that huge contract from the Cowboys and he was, a, you know, the best running back in the league and everybody loves Zeke Elliott and all this other stuff. Now he is still unemployed. Yeah. I know he's talking with uh, New England, but he's still, as of the this recording, uh, he's not signed anywhere. You know, Dalvin Cook still not signed anywhere. I know he he's talked to the Jets. I believe he's trying to get to the Dolphins. Uh, if if what I'm hearing is correct, okay. Um, same deal. You know, like like you have somebody here who is considered to be a top flight NFL running back, and 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 he hasn't been picked up yet. Yeah. 
And that is just the state of the NFL running back right now. And not only that, but the running back position has been devalued so much by the fact that the NFL has become a pass first league, pass happy league Uh, receivers and tight ends. I mean, receivers were always divas and they always kind of got their money anyway, but tight ends recently have taken that spot. I think from the running back of being that second like skill position, that is, you know, uh, like the second highest paid skill yeah. position behind wide receivers. Obviously, quarterbacks are in a fucking league of their own. Yeah. But with 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 seeing how the rise of the tight end, um, somebody's you know somebody's price went up. Somebody's price was going to have to go down, and that was the running back. Um, and and there's a lot of teams out there that that don't have a good running game or don't focus on the run and focus strictly on the pass and are a pass first league. You know, again, it's a pass first league and all that stuff. So, and, and like I said last week, I think that'll change eventually. I think the NFL is very cyclical. Um, it will go around uh, to where somebody's going to get a big giant bruising back, like, like a Derrick Henry again, like Derrick Henry still runs over everybody yeah. because nobody has a defense that's really set up to stop um, a Derrick Henry. Like you don't see defensive linemen like Gilbert Brown anymore, you know, you know, like 370 pound men that can, that can run like a four or five. Yeah. But that guy was a beast. Nobody like anybody oh. out there enough who's our age who remembers Gilbert Brown with the Packers. I mean, that guy was. You, you got to watch some Packers games with John Madden calling big Gilbert Brown. I, I love that after his sacks, you, you know, he do the the Undertaker grave digger yeah. celebration. That was cool. Um, but like, you don't have guys like that anymore. So you get, get a guy like Derrick Henry. There's a reason why Derrick Henry's had like 2,000 yards, 1,800 yards in, in the last couple of seasons because. Nobody can he can run over everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he's got the speed to boot. So he's big, huge, Jack. You start getting a couple of more guys like him in the backfield, then you're going to have a couple more teams focus on let's bulk up the defensive line again. Let's do that because right now most defensive lines are I mean, they look like linebackers yeah. instead of being defensive linemen. So. Um, you know, and and it's that and focused on edge rushers. So, I, again, I think that'll come around again. But for now, you know, it's it's uh, it's running backs time in the bottom of the barrel as far as the skill positions go, and it sucks. And I feel sorry for them. But again, this is also the deal that they've negotiated. This is this is what the players' union has done. Yeah. So, like, I I I don't know what else you want from that. You and, know, and this this CBA that they recently negotiated that was with uh, Smith as the as the the union head guy, uh, De- um, Demoris Smith, I think his name was. Was that Demor Demoris Smith? Yeah, because he, he's not the head now, right? No, no, Isn't it- yeah, he got fired from it, but I think he negotiated this one, and then like a year later, was released from his duties, and now they 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 got somebody else to. I forget who it is, um, who who's the head of the union now, but if if. Because when was the last one done? I was just thinking we probably only have another year or two before this current one's up. I have no idea because because I remember the one that they had the uh, the lockout. Yeah, uh, but that was back in what 2011, 2010, 2011. I was still married. Um, well, so it was before 2012 because you know me and you became friends. That's when, yeah. Then. So I think it was I think it was the 2011 season. Um, it's got to be getting but, close. 
Um, so with that, but I, I don't know if that deal ran through and they did another one recently where there wasn't a strike or a lockout and they kind of got, it. I think there was, I think that did happen. Yeah. So I think we have a while ago uh, oh, here. We have a computer. We can take a walk. We can just go ahead. I'm pretty sure our fans are like, oh crap, here comes the computers again. Yeah, I know this thing's <laughs> going to be like, uh, let's take a look and see what we got nfl cba so you can see i see what the video now everybody can see us looking at this live you know um well not live but you you see our video recorded yeah all right waiting for the computer my computer not to just absolutely have a seizure <laughs> uh, okay the current active agreement was ratified in 2020 okay so it did it was about a 10-year or nine-year uh, uh cba and it extends through the 2030 season. Oh, so we're only, we're not even halfway through it. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So the oh, yeah. CBA, is, so the running backs are screwed. <laughs> yeah. There's no, nothing else to say about that, except you are flubberducked. You are, I mean, that's just, but you, you I, there's nothing we can say about it. You can't argue it. It's what you agreed to. Yeah. So that it's makes me wonder. Players. That makes me wonder now: Are we going to start seeing running backs retire earlier than normal that, that we see now? Like, do they come we in? We see that a little bit already, I think. Um, so I don't know if we'll see that. I wonder because there's also been talk about running backs doing like a separate running backs union. <laughs> okay. Adjacent to the NFLPA, which good fucking luck with that. Yeah, I don't know how you would pull that off. Um. But like I don't, or if they'll do like basically uh uh or like a running back strike where just all the running backs agree to strike and not play and sit out and do all that yeah um and and we can see that and 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 you know you'd have to see if there's any scabs or not um you know have a replacement situation. Uh, but I, I, I want like I, it makes me wonder if that's gonna be like the next step because that's it. We're talking about you have this season, you have the twenty twenty four season, twenty twenty five season, twenty twenty six season, twenty twenty seven, twenty twenty eight, twenty twenty nine, twenty 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 thirty, So you have uh, quite a bit of years left on this, and if they're already complaining now, yeah about what's going on and how things are in in six years it's not gonna be it's not gonna be any better yeah it's not gonna be any better so and they really they really don't start negotiating the new one until there's at least two years left because it takes them about two years to come close to an agreement it right and so then you're also and i I guarantee you that's obviously going to be a big part of whatever the next cba is yeah is a running back, but then here's the question too. That's such a long time that the like when I was talking about how the NFL is cyclical, and you might have like in that time, running backs might come back into favor in that time. Yeah, and then the next thing you know, well, running backs are getting their payday, and maybe it's tight ends that are down again, or so you know, like it'll it'll be something else. Like who knows what happens between now and then. Uh, as far as the NFL, as style of the game, any of that, yeah. you know. Um, so it's 
that's interesting. Um, but back to like the, the original part of the question, um, do I don't find anything that Jim Ursay said to be wrong. Um, but Jim Ursay, Jim Ursay does need to not talk as much. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's been clear for a while. And, um, and that, that's something else I was thinking about, you know, obviously with Dan Snyder gone, he's very disgusting and everything like that. Ursay, I mean, it's going to be very hard to get him out of there because there's no controversy going on with him, but he, I think he's another owner that, Needs to either just sit behind a door or I don't get the hell I don't out see of it. it. I mean, but here's the thing: like, like to, to people trying to say that, oh, we got to get rid of Ursay next because he's like, Snyder. he's not like Daniel Snyder. No, he's not Nobody like Daniel Snyder. Daniel Snyder might be the most disgusting, horrible, worst owner in the history of sports. I know people were trying to say it might have been uh, uh, what's his face the 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 racist one from the Clippers uh, who, who <laughs> was talking to his girlfriend and said, I, I don't mind them. Just, I don't want to see you out there around them on court side. That's the, of course he didn't say oh, them. Okay. In yeah. other words, yeah. uh, several times. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that. <laughs> don't say that. That's inappropriate. Um, I, I don't have a beat button yet. I don't know where that would be. <laughs> Nope, 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 nope. So, uh, I mean, he was pretty bad, uh, you know, and you go back in history with like George Preston Marshall, who was also owner of the Redskins, who was the last owner to integrate his team. I think it was in the mid sixties and he was basically, he was forced to by the NFL to where he didn't want to. He was a big fan of segregation. Uh, so pretty big piece of shit owner. Uh, but Daniel Snyder is right up there with him. You know, like he is uh, with everything that happened. Like it, it was the fact that of all the, the sexual harassment stuff that was in the workplace and the inappropriate stuff in the workplace and the uh, general bad uh, uh, atmosphere and, uh, you know, just kind of having the, the workplace fatigue, basically almost having to go to work there. And, uh, you know, all the stuff that happened with the chair, a lot of sexual, a lot of bad sexual stuff happened there yeah. uh, in D.C. over these last couple of years. And then all the other stuff about him keeping money off the books from the NFL, like like putting down game day revenue as concert revenue or something else so that he didn't have to give it up to the revenue sharing pool that the NFL has. So he got to keep that money. Like he kept money from the NFL. He had all these other issues, all these other uh, uh, corruption charges and bribery and harassment and sexual harassment. And um, like, like all of these things um, on top of just stuff compounded, uncompounded and compounded over years. And then on top of that, he didn't fucking win. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The Redskins have been one of the fucking worst franchises in the last 25 years. They have been absolutely atrocious. And so, like, you, you, like you don't even get that. It's like, oh, he's a pretty shitty guy and a shitty owner, but hey, at least we're winning games. They didn't have that. Yeah. Um, I, I did so get, I, did I, get, I look at Jim Irsay. I don't see that. I see Jim Irsay as uh, he's... A, he's a little aloof. He's a little. Um, he he speaks when he shouldn't. Uh, he, clearly, he loves to party. 
yeah. loves his drugs and his drinks, you know. Um, and you can tell the toll that it's taken on him every time we hear him speak. <laughs> Uh, you know, he, he loves his music and his band. He's got his band and cover band that he goes oh, around right, with yeah. as all the festivals. And he has all those famous guitars and shit. And, uh, he does a lot of collections. I think he says he's got, he's got one of Elton John's pianos or Liberace's pianos. One of the things I don't know. Uh, so like he's, he's got that, like he's an eccentric motherfucker. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But to, to, for people to sit there and say like, Oh, he's, he's on the level of Daniel Snyder, not a fucking chance. Not even close. Is he close to Daniel Snyder? Oh, don't you remember when he got caught in the car with like $250,000 in a bag of cocaine? I was like, yeah. If, if I was a billionaire, you you, you probably would find $250,000 <laughs> on me and a bag of cocaine and probably some hookers with me as well. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, let's face facts. That's just what it is. Uh, you know, but and that's it. With being a billionaire, they would be, they wouldn't be hookers. Okay. It would be flight escorts. Oh. Top flight. You know what I'm saying? Full <laughs> testing, making sure it is no diseases, you know, all that kind of good stuff. No smoking meth. You know, you can't have any meth. Cocaine? Fine. Meth? Mm-mm. That's, yeah. all that's, that's a no, no, no. You got to have, you got to have all your teeth. Uh, <laughs> unlike me. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't get that argument of, of saying that Jim Irsay is, even close, so, even close so to the as level. As far as both of them, uh, Jonathan Taylor and Ursay, and with the news somewhat coming out that Kamara is going to be suspended, suspended. Um, so try that again. Yeah, uh, Kamara being suspended. Um, not sure yet how long. Um, do you think the Saints make a trade for him? Uh, or do you think it'll be dependent who's gonna, who's on gonna trade who's who's gonna trade for who would trade him? Who would who would want to take that on? As the running back market it is when there's Ezekiel Elliott and Dalvin Cook still out there. There's no market for that. Yeah. If anything, they might try to pick up depending on what his contract situation is, and I don't know what Kamara's contract if they can release him and, and not have to guarantee him any money. Um you know, if they release him and pick up Zeke or or Dalvin, like just offer them a bit of a contract to come in and fill in uh, for that, or if the Saints will just hold on to him, you know, and depends. Like if it's a four game, if it's a four game uh, suspension or something like that, or six. See, here's the thing: is I, I think it depends on 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 how the commissioner or how the independent uh, investigator, whoever the NFL has. Uh, looks at it and and said, you know, was it a self-defense situation? Was it uh, something that he could have avoided? Was it something that was uh, started by him? Was it instigated by him? Any any number of these things. Yeah. Um, you have to see what what the situation was. Um, that that's that's for them to come up with. We haven't gotten that yet. Um, but, uh, if, if this is what we're hearing from Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter and some of the NFL insiders, uh, that he is going to be suspended now, it's just a case of how long. And I don't know, if, oh, bless me. You saw all that. Um, I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if the NFL has a minimum for this. Like I, I remember after the Ray Rice thing, I, I think they codified it with saying, um, Anything like that was going to be uh, like a, like well, a minimum. 
I mean, six games. Probably the closest, so, we, closest, like the, the last incident that a running back got suspended was Kareem Hunt when he, I think he was still with Kansas City when he got suspended for the whole kick, well, kicking and kicking the, the, the female. Yes, yes, we, yes, we saw that. Yes, everybody saw that. And he left and he went and he signed with Cleveland. Um, and I think he only got like three or four games. Uh, I can't remember. And that's what I mean. So I, you'd have to go ahead and look that up yeah. to see how many games that was. But um, so I don't know. But if, if I was to guess, I would say it's probably somewhere between four to six um, that Kamara's gone. Can, can you last that long without him? Do you want to last that long without him? Do you try to sign somebody in the interim and then release them halfway through the season? You know, like, yeah. like, you know, um, I, I think with that <laughs> news coming down, um, if I'm New Orleans, I kick the tiles. I, I, I kick the tires on Zeke and see, you know, if, if we can, what we can get him for, how much is going to cost us to get Zeke and uh, what it, and what the situation is with with Alvin, and see if it's a case of you know can can you get out of it? Can you get rid of him? Would, can you get like Zeke cheap enough to where after six weeks you can just cut him and let him go and not worry about it? Yeah. Um, like I think there's a lot of factors in there to see, but we'll, we I think what you might have to wait for to see is when the suspension comes down, see uh, what. Um, and see what the Saints are going to do. Um, I will. I will say um, also, Philly fans, um, we are not carrying six running backs. When the, the whole Jonathan Taylor, Ursay uh, thing started up, there was multiple fans saying trade for for Taylor and bring Zeke in. On top of already having DeAndre Swift, uh, Penny, who Bashard Penny, who listen, I, if you guys want to get rid of Boston Scott. <laughs> By all means, you can fucking do so. I say, if, if we were to get rid of him, just ask in the, in the in the trade as a stipulation. We only want him back for two games. No, no, <laughs> what the, no. That's what, what, this isn't soccer where you get to lend somebody out and then they get to come back. Fuck that. But uh, yeah, when I saw that. I'm like, you know, Jonathan Taylor. Maybe I could see us, you know, he, him fitting in. But Zeke is just. I, I think Zeke's done. I, I don't think that Zeke that we saw three, four years ago, I think that was his his top of the hill. His you know, he hit his moment. And again, this goes to what everybody's been talking about with the running backs is you know, Zeke got that big contract and what has he done since? Like and I think that makes a lot of people, uh in the NFL GMs, owners, everybody give pause to that. Yeah. And people talked about, you know, and, and I was getting uh a bit frustrated with some of the Giants fans around here who just say, just pay, Sa- pay Saquon. He's the best guy on the team. He's the best guy on the team. And it's like, he was good last year. Do not get me wrong. Saquon was an absolute integral part yeah. of the Giants season last year, clearly. Um, but he also missed all of the season before that, the 2021 season, and was hurt in 2020. Uh you know, so he's this is going to be his fifth year of his four previous years. He had his rookie season, great year. His sophomore season, hurt. 
his junior season hurt and and then here in his fourth season uh uh again did well yeah so he he's he when he's healthy and on the field uh fantastic but can you guarantee that he's going to be on the field yeah so far you know you're talking about he's uh, a 50 50 as far as uh, uh, an injury liability and as i've said on this show many times last year and and uh, many times before and, and as i'll continue to say the best ability that any player can have is availability and if you're constantly injured you're you're not gonna find yourself with a a, a steady job in the nfl um unless your name is jimmy garoppolo apparently <laughs> Uh, because he is continually injured and still the 49ers that let him, let him go for a while. And then he got injured again last year and they, you know, he finds himself now with the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, but again, you know, uh, the, the same argument can be made with Jimmy Garoppolo is that I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a very talented quarterback. I think he's, you know, when he's on the field, he is uh, a, a top flight NFL quarterback. It's just that he's never on the field consistently, and he's always injured. He has an injury bug with him, and some people are just like that. And that's not, to, and that's not diminishing them, but that's saying like you can't invest the money that these teams and owners are investing in these players if you're not going to be on the field. Oh well, yeah, you know. And at the end of the day, you know. Uh, uh, you 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 have to be reliable. So when it comes to something like Saquon, like all the people out there saying, "Oh, just pay him, just pay him, just pay him," would be the same people if Saquon got hurt in week three. Would be like, "Oh man, we shouldn't have given him such a big contract." Oh man, we got to eat that now. Oh, that's so like that. Th- those are those assholes. Yeah. So like I I understand both points here. Like I understand Saquon wanting to get paid because. It is a rough position. It is an injury-prone position, and he has been shown to be injured, and he wants to make as much money as he can in the limited time that he has playing in the NFL. I get that, but I also get it from the general manager's position and the owner's position of it's hard to put that kind of investment into uh, a player that we don't know if they're going to be available to play because they have a history of, of being injured. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of people's careers have been cut short by injuries. Um, and a lot of talented people have, uh, unfortunately not been able to, to, to finish their careers. And it's, a, I, I often think of Sterling Sharp, uh, you yeah. know, one of the, just a, a fantastic player, um, a hall of fame player, really. Um, and he, is he in the Hall of Fame? I thought he got in uh, on on one of the senior votes. I think he, yeah, I think the senior votes he got in the year before he, one of them. Yeah, um, and and clearly deserved. Uh, if anybody remembers him playing, I mean, he had to be as old as us to remember yeah. that. But uh, like Sterling Sharp was was amazing and could have been a surefire first ballot Hall of Famer if he didn't have injury problems. And I, I think it was his neck. He ended yeah, up was- having it. Injury problems with his neck, he had to retire. Yeah. Um, and and that sucks, you know. And and again, that's not to diminish the talent that he had because clearly he was talented enough, even in a short amount of time, to get into the Hall of Fame. Um, and and again, deservedly so. 
And there's a lot of players out there that have immense talent like that. But if you can't stay healthy, you can't play the game. Yeah. And, and that is the cruel, uh, <laughs> um, that is the cruel mistress of the NFL. Yeah. You have to be able to, to be healthy and play. So, and, and that's the thing. And that's why it's so rare to find those super great players, because not only do you have to be great and have that level of talent, but you also have to stay healthy and you also have to be able to uh, withstand injuries and play through injuries at time at times to be able to, to go ahead and do that. Um, and that's what I mean. There are great players that you can see that do that. And there are great players that unfortunately can't, we'll see which one Saquon is coming up. And I feel bad because I think after this, let's say Saquon hypothetically has a great season this year. I think we're still going to be in the same boat next year because they're going to say, okay, you did well, but now you have X amount of yards on your body still more so than last year. Yeah. So that's another wear and tear or do anything like that. And that's it. Even if the giants don't sign him, who else, what other team out there is going to go ahead and put that money out for him. And, and again, the answer is not a lot of them because yeah. that's just how the running backs are viewed now. So it's, it's, uh, um, it's it is what it is. I can get this point, you know, as we so, keep on going. Back. You know, since since we're kind of talking about injuries and kind of with talking about contract, you know, hand in hand there with with those two, do you think the Bengals kind of take us like a, a little step back now with Joe Burrow getting hurt with the the, the calf strain injury at a pretty bad time, right after because that was it. Herbert got his contract. Yeah. And you figured, okay, now it's time for Joe. Joe, I mean, that was, I think, the shoe. That's what I had mentioned on the show last week. And then it was funny because as soon as we finished the show, literally an hour after we finished <laughs> yeah. recording, they came out with the fucking Herbert news. And I was like, God damn it. That would have been perfect for the point I was making. <laughs> um, but that was it. So Herbert got his contract and it was like, all right, here comes Joe. It's time for Joe to get his. And what ended up happening was that he ended up getting a calf injury. So now... And it's not like he's out for one week. He's out for multiple weeks. He's out for a couple weeks. I think he'll be ready for the start of the season. Yeah. Um, And he's going to get paid. Oh, yeah. He is. He's not like this is really not going to do anything like we're talking about. Like this is not going to make Paul Brown go or or Mike Brown, whoever the fuck, Paul Brown's dead. Uh, But it's not going to make Mike Brown go like, I don't know. Maybe we'll wait to go ahead and give him his contract. Because all you're going to do then is add more dollars onto that. Yeah. Because especially if he comes back and has a great fucking year, which he's Joe Burrow, and he's arguably the best quarterback in the league you, you, between him and Mahomes. Uh, I th- I think those are your your top two right there. Um, and you can interchange them if you want. A lot of people would still say Mahomes, uh, but I think there's plenty of people out there that say Joe Burrow. Uh. So I, I don't think that's quite the same as we're talking about here with the running backs or, or really with any other position or with any other player because you're talking about somebody who, yes, his rookie year he got injured um, and uh, here he got a little calf strain or pull or whatever the fuck they want to call it. Yeah. Uh, but after that first year injury, uh, all he did was take his team to the fucking Super Bowl and then take his team to the AFC Championship game, in which a lot of people think they should have won and thought the NFL was rigged because of 
you know, all the other stuff that they did. Yeah. Uh, and, and thought that they should have been in the Super Bowl again. All right. So you have a Bengals team now that revolves around this guy. They go where he goes. Without him, you're back to being the Bungles. Uh, there's no way. Listen, you want to know how important it was for the Bengals to make sure that they had enough money to pay this guy? The Bengals finally relented and fucking put a stadium sponsor on their fucking stadium. <laughs> you know, they knew they needed money. Yeah. They needed to have that cash ready to go to pay for him. And so what did they do? They all of a sudden, oh, this is Paul Brown Stadium. This is Paul Brown Stadium. We're never going to, you know, this is my father. I'm never going to take this name off the stadium. Oh, we have to pay Joe Burrow. Fuck. <laughs> all right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Paycor Stadium. You know what I mean? Like that, that's just what it is. Um, so that, that that's, uh, that, I understand where your, where your thought processes was in the conversation that we were having. I don't think like like that's not gonna make Mike Brown go like hmm may, uh, I don't know maybe we'll hold off on that that's not gonna do that yeah I no I mean so. I I I still think the the long term deal is gonna work out but I wonder if if some of the money will go from guaranteed money turn into incentives like you know you gotta make you gotta play sixteen games you know to get that two million nope 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 because nope, nope, nope. here's the thing you start trying to play funny business with this guy's fucking contract that agent's going to be like huh cute okay we'll see you in free agency yeah like that's not gonna like they are not gonna do that they are not gonna you don't want to fuck around with the guy who is your franchise and bottom line is joe burrow is your franchise that man brought you to a super bowl when you're fucking offensive line was one ply Charmin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I they were fucking thin and terrible. And he got his ass kicked all season after the previous season being injured by a shitty offensive line. And he still brought your ass to the Super Bowl. And then last year, the offensive line still not much better. Uh, Joe Burrow got injured in that first game against uh, Pittsburgh, I think, didn't he? Yeah. Because was he injured in that too? Because I know TJ Watt got injured in that game too, but I think Burrow got hurt in that that yeah. first game as well. Um, and everybody was like, Oh boy, here we go again. But he ended up coming back. Uh, but again, their offensive line was not much improved from the previous two seasons. And what did they do? Brought him to the AFC championship game where a lot of people say they arguably should have won that game. So you you cannot fuck around with Joe Burrow. Yeah. And his contract. So this idea of like you were trying to say, like, oh, well, maybe they'll try to move some money and have it into incentives instead of guarantees or other stuff like that. That's not going to happen. They did not finally put a sponsor on that stadium to then fuck around with <laughs> Joe Burrow. Yeah. Uh, as cheap as Mike Brown and the Bengals have historically been, um, they know they have a fucking bank with them in Joe Burrow. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the old adage, you got to spend money to make money. They're going to spend money on Joe Burrow and they are going to roll in that fucking money because that's it. Paycor Stadium, as it is now, is going to be sold out every fucking week as long as that man is your quarterback. That's, that's Bottom true. Line. Um, 
Any other NFL news? Uh, well, we got the Hall of Fame game coming up. Uh, uh, actually seeing people uh, in NFL uniforms, whether or not they're NFL players, <laughs> completely different question. Uh, but uh, so we're going to see uh, the New York Jetropolitans there against the Cleveland Browns. I, I will uh, say, you know, with the, all the throwback jerseys coming out, being uh, revealed, the Ravens really missed their spot. They should have. They should have did their throwback jerseys from the eighties. They should have been the Cleveland Brown throwback jerseys. You know. You know. But here, here's the thing. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be this guy. <laughs> you agree? But with actually, me? but actually, technically, if you want to look in the NFL record books, the Baltimore Ravens. Are completely different and new franchise from the Cleveland oh, yeah. Browns. Yes, even though who was it? Art Art Modell. Art Mo, Art Modell yeah. was he moved them, and uh, and the NFL said, okay, because the Browns are the Browns and have such a long and storied history. What we're going to do is basically we're going to have the uh, Browns go on a hiatus. Where was it? Two years? Three years? Something like uh, that. And, and the franchise that moved to Baltimore took all the Browns players, but all the records and all the history and all, all that left was left in Cleveland. And so the Baltimore Ravens was a new one. Here's another thing, too. When Modell moved them to Baltimore, he talked to Ursay to try to swap names. He wanted the Colts name back in Baltimore. He wanted That's it to be ballsy. The I didn't know and, that. And Ursay said, uh, no, because that's a, back in the day, Ursay's father used to own the LA Rams. Yeah. And Rosenblum owned uh, the Colts. And those two swapped franchises. And then Ursay became the owner of the Colts. Rosenblum became the owner of the Rams. And then Ursay in 83, uh, uh, Jim Ursay's father, Again, in the middle of the night, packed up the Mayflower moving trucks and moved them to Indianapolis. Still one of the most infamous franchise movings of all time. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, the story is from there. So they were hoping to see if they could do a, a franchise name swap. And uh, it turned out not to, to take place, which I think would have been fun. I would have liked to have seen the Baltimore Colts again. Yeah. Uh, you know, as, as the true team, but you know, it is what it is. And now the Ravens have built their own legacy. So now you, now you can't even really, you know, you can't really say, Oh, we should change it. And Oh, I'd want to see that. You can't do that. Not unlike, but we have seen that happen before. Okay. Like we saw that with the, uh, with the, uh, with the Hornets because yes. the Hornets were in New Orleans. Uh, and, uh, then the Charlotte Bobcats came in when they replaced the Hornets who moved from Charlotte to New Orleans. Um, and then after a couple of years of doing anything like that, they got, they swapped names. They got the names back and then New Orleans went with Pelicans, but Charlotte changed their name from the Bobcats back to the Hornets and brought the Hornets back. So it's not unheard of to have a franchise just swap names. Yeah. So um, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty interesting, but uh, I don't know. I like I like some of the new ones that came out. The Jets uniforms look great. That's okay. Uh, the Buccaneers look great with Bucko Bruce and the Creamsicles. I love those. Yeah. Uh, 
the Seahawks need to make that permanent fucking yesterday. I, I do uh, like theirs. I, I'm, I'm fine with putting the modern Seahawk on those uniforms, on those silver helmets. Do that, and you're done. It's finished. Done. Just go get those same colors, same everything like that. You could just do the modern Seahawk logo. Yeah. Put that on that. Fuck it. You're done. You don't have to worry about anything. Um, what about Philly bringing like back the, the Kelly Green as permanent? Love it. But I love it. Bring- now, here's the thing. I think they should bring Kelly Green back permanently. Oh, sorry. Kicked my camera. Um, I don't think they should make those particular uniforms permanent, but if they, they need to bring the Kelly Green back and get rid of that dark teal bullshit. It's they need to be green. green. It's dark teal. It's, <laughs> look at it. It's actually... Which is, again, that's not what it should be. It should be green. It should be yeah. Philly. It should be green. Uh, so I would like to see them go back to the Kelly Green. And, you know, if they do it, uh, just the current uniforms, just with the Kelly Green, or if they come up with new uniforms and a and a new lo- wing logo or whatever, fine. But I think the, the, the Kelly Green needs to come back permanently for Philly um, because it just fits. It yeah. just fits better. And that whole 90s trend of, the darker brooding colors oh it's so dark it's the moody decade everything is so look at it everything was teal and also dark oh we have the san jose sharks it's teal and bright everybody did teal the florida marlins the san jose sharks and then the eagles are like we'll do teal but we're gonna make it dark because we're from philly it's so dark (laughs) in philly we're so mean we're gonna go do teal but it's gonna be dark Um, I don't think fine. Jeffrey Lurie sounds like that. Uh, it's, everybody from Philly sounds like, just like a bad <laughs> American Dracula. Yeah. Um, I think the uniforms are dated. I do. I think they're yeah. very nineties looking uniforms. Um, and as as unique as maybe the, the those new in, eagle wings were back in the mid nineties, ninety five, I think is when you guys changed. Yeah. Um, they don't look good to me now. Uh, I never really liked having it with the silver and white, the big black outline and a bigger white outline and all that kind of stuff. I think if they went back to something more akin to the silver, just do a silver wing, maybe, maybe again, modernize it, make sure that it comes from the, the sweat bumper in yeah. the front. So it's, it's not cut right like that. Kind of like how the Seahawks have with the Seahawk now goes in the back and connects in the back and looks better. Uh, you know, do something like that um, and uh, and go back with a, with a nice Kelly Green and uh, do just like a nice modern yet, you know, modern uniform yet it looks like a football uniform. Yeah. Because a lot of uniforms now, like you look at what Arizona did and they were so close. Arizona was so close to getting it right and they didn't. They missed. Just just missed. Um, if I, I think Philadelphia would be able to do that. And there is a significant groundswell in Philadelphia for the Kelly Greens. There is. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> which is surprising because you guys won a Super Bowl in the teals. Uh, but people love that Kelly Green. And, and, and rightfully so, I think. Those Kelly Greens are beautiful uniforms. I hate the Eagles. Yeah. Those are beautiful looking uniforms. I mean, um, they were out there at three thirty in the morning, Monday morning, tailgating, waiting for the, the shops to. Waiting for the, that's what I mean. Up. That's what I mean. It's like that. There's there's that level of love for those 
Kelly green uniforms in Philly. So I would love to see that. Uh, not those throwbacks, particularly, like I said, I, I, I'm not a fan of just, I'll uh, just throw the throwback unless you're the Seahawks. Yeah. You know, unless you're the Seahawks, go ahead, get those back. And maybe the Vikings too. Those Vikings, the Vikings throwbacks look fucking sharp. Yeah, they do. It looks like a football uniform. I don't mind the current Vikings uniforms. I love the satin helmet finish. A lot of people don't. I do. I think it looks great. Um, and, and I like the Vikings uniform as a modern take, as an evolution of their uniforms. But man, those, those those throwback uniforms do look tasty. And the Titans using the Houston Oilers uniforms. Those look nice. There's something. We talked about swapping names. Listen, the Texans haven't done shit in 25 years. Yeah. Give them the fucking Oilers name. Let them wear those fucking uniforms. Let's get the fucking Houston Oilers back. Yeah. That's yeah. what needs to happen. Sell it to them. Have it be whatever. Name your fucking price. Give Houston back the Oilers because like the Texans are fine. I like the Texans logo. I like their uniforms. It's fine. But dude, those fucking Oilers uniforms, like you forget just how fucking mint those things are. Oh, yeah. oh God. It's so, so good looking. Like, so good. Before looking. we start recording today, um, I had ESPN on and they were talking about, I think they did like the top five flashback or uh, throwback jerseys that got announced. And they said, you know, we'll put up the jersey, new name, who's the first player to, to come to mind. And as soon as I saw that, like now, again, you know, I was born in the 80s, so I'm thinking Warren Moon. They were, um, they were thinking Earl Campbell, obviously a little bit older. I was thinking, I was thinking Earl Campbell because of just how historic he is to yeah. the Oilers uh, and that look. Uh, but that was that I also grew up in the era of Warren Moon and and the Oilers and and stuff like that. But I mean, that is just that that Columbia blue yeah. and those helmets and the three stripes and the oil Derek is such a great fucking logo. Um, it's just it's just mwah, it's perfection. It really is. Yeah. Um, that's what I mean. You look at some of these older uniforms and it's like, and then you look at the uniforms of today, and it's like I, I understand that you're trying to be innovative and you're trying to do all this shit, but just i mean look at look at the difference it's like why do you go so fucking far off the rails it's not that fucking hard yeah make a unique yet classic looking solid nfl uniform it's not that fucking hard and they make it hard on themselves whether they just decide to let nike do it or if they have just somebody in house who's like, ah, oh, let's see what the like, you know, look at the Seahawks uniforms. I, I don't, again, I don't mind the modern ones. They're okay. But when you put it and compare it to what they, they're putting out there with the throwbacks, it's like, holy shit. It's like, if you just put that modern Seahawk on a silver helmet and use those same bright blue, the royal blue and bright green colors, but you're done. Yeah. It's what a beautiful looking uniform. Instead, they pop out the, the stuff they have, the weird fucking triangle thing on their fucking helmets and the, the neon green uniforms they wear sometimes, which are fucking atrocious. <laughs> why, why? Why are we trying so hard? You look at the Vikings and now they have their numbers and the one numbers have a serif that go over the other ones and it's all, oh, look how unique it is and it's supposed to resemble the Viking ship and the it, it doesn't have to be that hard. It, it, like, look at again, look at the Vikings throwbacks, look at the Oilers, look at the even let's look at the Jets. 
Yeah. Like I, I go back to the A's. Like I, 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 I personally still want the Jets to take the Kelly Green that they have now, and apply that to their sixties and seventies uniforms. You know that they just got rid of. Yeah. You know, with the oval and the Jets and all that kind of stuff. I think they could do that if you, even if you modernize that logo a little bit. And just had the Jets or do something like that. That would be my like. I still like the shoulder stripes and all that, and the different colored sleeves, and and that I like that classic look. But even looking at the Jets, it's like, look at that uniform, and then look at what they wear now, and it's like, or it's got a pointy thing, and it's got big New York across it, and it's yeah. got look at our pants. It's like we wear the monochrome same pants. It's like you look like shit. It looks like you're wearing a leotard. It looks like you're wearing a. <laughs> it looks like you're ready to go to the ballet. It's not. It's not. It's not aesthetically pleasing. It's not. I'm sorry. Um, I I think that some some people get lost in the marketing and in the designing of uniforms. It's like it. it it's again as somebody who is a logo enthusiast and a, and a uniform enthusiast and design enthusiast. Uh, you know the old adage of keep it simple, stupid. I think still applies. Uh, where you can be unique and you can have a solid look that is your own and not add these fucking ridiculous wonky elements to uniforms. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, I, 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 I don't, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully maybe with some of these other throwbacks coming out and the public's reaction to them and people being like, Oh, wow. Like, People are fucking camping outside to try to buy these fucking uniforms and jerseys and helmets and, uh, you know, all the merchandise with the stuff on it. Maybe we had something and we just lost it and, yeah. and they can go back to that. And I think that's the thing is, is, is if you take some of these looks and just a tweak here, a tweak there, maybe modernize it a little bit. Maybe if you want to put uh, uh, your own little special number font on there so that it's, you know, oh, this is ours and we own it, whatever. But I, I think if you just keep it simple and and have a good look in football uniform, pe- that's what people will identify with and that's what people want. Um, and uh, well, I, we'll see. In a couple yeah. of years, we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, Tennessee, sell the fucking Oilers name. Sell it. Sell it back to Houston. Give the Oilers, give Houston back their fucking oil, Derek. Do it. <laughs> um, um, what else we got? One last thing before we go. Um, are you going to watch the Nate Diaz, Jake Paul fight or no? I am not. <laughs> um, I'm not going to pay for that shit. I'm not going to stream it either or try to find an illegal yeah. stream. I have no interest. Um, that's see. not to say that I I'm not going to sit here and shit on Jake Paul. I'm not going to sit here and say like, oh fuck him, he's a bad fighter or whatever. Yeah. Or or Nate Diaz because Nate Diaz could promptly fucking murder me. Clearly, um, Jake Paul probably could too. I'm not I'm not a fighter. Look at me, I'm <laughs> fat man titties. Um, but uh, I I just I, like I don't have interest. I don't have a lot of interest in like th- there's some things that just don't grab my interest um that i know grab yours i know you're a big mma guy yeah i know you're a combat sports guy i know you're a big nascar guy um you got upset too at me when i was I, dude i did not get upset at you. <laughs> uh but uh like those are just some things like that just don't grab. i got into nascar about 20 years ago because i was trying to get laid by this one redneck bitch um Sorry, redneck woman. 
Pardon me. Uh, she did turn out to be a bitch. I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not saying that old. Never mind. I'm just yeah. getting myself a misogynist hole here. Uh, this will be our, our but, only video we'll do. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I got into NASCAR, sort of just watching NASCAR because I was trying to get laid. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, yo, this is very interesting. Look at them. They're, they're, they're going fast in a circle. This is really interesting. Um, and, and it really, really wasn't. So... <laughs> Um, at the, at the end of the day, like, I just, like, I can't get into NASCAR. I can't get into cricket. Like, I, yeah, I, what the fuck those, why do you have a slash in your scores? Why is it 732 over 40? Like, I don't know what that fucking means. I can't do math when I'm trying to do watch fucking sports. What is that shit? I don't know. Um, you know, so I, there's just some things I, I can't watch or get into. And I understand it as somebody who watches curling on a regular and religious basis. Um, you know, that I, I watch a sport that I clearly, a lot of people would not be into. I get that. Uh, but like when it comes to like MMA stuff and, and, uh, NASCAR, like <laughs> I, I just, it's, it's right. not my thing. If there's a big thing that comes up, like if, if Connor, uh, goes fight again, obviously it's a story. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, or, or if that thing like that happened last year in Asper where that motherfucker rolled the wall all the way around <laughs> and ended up making it into the chase. Like I'll like, that's something to talk about. That's a worthy fucking subject to talk about. But outside of that, it's hard for me uh, to get in that. And I know that. I know that. And I know I know that a lot of people who listen to you and listen to the show and listen to us like NASCAR and like uh, MMA and, and combat sports and like all that stuff. Um, uh, it's it's it, and I know like I should be trying to make a concerted effort here to try to uh stay up and i do stay up with some of the news and the other things that are happening yeah uh but of actually like spending my time and watching some of this stuff i'll watch the highlights yeah you know i'll, I'll go on twitter and watch the highlights or x sorry whatever it is now oh yeah x, i'll give it to you <laughs> uh i'll watch that there and see what happens and grab the notes that i that i need to but like that like that's um it's not like the nfl it's not like the nhl it's not like uh playoff nba because i can't watch the nba yeah at all but like, like, listen. Even baseball, which is one of the big four sports here in North America, like, I can't be bothered watching that. I can't. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not like I'll, I'll maybe watch opening. Like even this year, I didn't even watch opening day, and uh, like maybe I'll watch the playoffs a little bit. Maybe I'll watch a little bit of the World Series. But it is hard to fucking watch baseball yeah. on television, even with the pitch clock, even with the games moving faster now. It is hard to watch fucking baseball. Um, and I know there's a group of people out there. A lot of people still love baseball and think it's great. I, as a kid, could never get into baseball. Baseball was never my thing. I knew a lot of my cousins and a lot of friends were huge into baseball. Baseball was never my jam. I was hockey. I was football. Um, I watched a little bit of basketball. I, I, I was still a kid when, when, uh, bird and magic were in the league and Jordan, uh, in the late eighties, early nineties, yeah. like, so, and Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley was one of my favorites, especially when he went to Phoenix, uh, cause fuck Philadelphia, <laughs> uh, you know, like, uh, and, and Patrick Ewing in New York when the Knicks were actually good, you know, like I, I, I could like, I could get into that a little bit, but baseball was never my gym. Even when the Yankees were winning all those world series, I watched them. Yeah. I rooted for, them. I liked them cause they were New York. That's New York is, is my area, my team. I'm going to root for them. 
but like watching a random game in the middle of August, like that was never that was never going to be me. It was never going to happen. Uh, uh, so um, again, I'm, I'm not just picking on other sports here. I'm just saying, yeah, you know, no. am I going to watch Logan versus Diaz? <laughs> no, that was basically a long answer of saying no. I'm not going to watch. Um, all right. So before we go, what I do know, I'm going I'm to have to take before the Logan Diaz fight because that's the only thing with boxing the main event don't come out till like 12 30 1 o'clock in the morning you're always on so fucking late exactly I am going to be up on dubby you have to be I'm going to have to take some dubby to keep me focused you have to be focused because like as, as we're trying to find out now as we're doing this video test show um we weren't very focused no we didn't know what was going on uh I tried to do a couple things didn't work. You try to do a couple things. Didn't work. We didn't have something recording. You didn't have something recording. You're like, oh, what are we going to do? I, I don't know. And the problem that we finally came to realize that you mentioned so very well, we didn't have our dubby. I had coffee. But I didn't have dubby. But coffee, see, it's it's not that great. And why is that? Because, oh, it wakes you up. It gives you a little caffeine joke. Yeah, but then it gives you the jitters. And then you go ahead and you fall. You get the, you get the crash. Uh, you start all shaking like that. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. And that's why Dubby's here. Dubby doesn't give you the shakes, doesn't give you the jitters. It gives you that energy boost that you need to go ahead and focus, whether it's watching boxing, whether it's trying to put a video podcast together, any number of those things. Dubby is going to be there for you. Doesn't have any sugar, so it doesn't give you that big crash that you always get. Um, and also has neurofactor, keeps the synapses there firing in the old brain, which clearly we need to because <laughs> yes. uh, this yes. was a fucking clusterfuck today. <laughs> uh, but that's fine. All you need to do is go to dubby.gg. I'm going to tell you that right again. Dubby.gg. Check out their entire line. They got merch. They got all the cool little cups and shakers and stuff there for you. So you go ahead and mix all that. They have all their flavors there. They even have a nice little sample pack. So you can try out different flavors and see which ones you like the best. Me personally, I'm a fall guy. So I love my apple. That's going to be the dub sludge for me. I know you have a couple of great ones. You love the beach and peach still. I know it's summertime. Yeah. So it's still beach and peach season. Yeah. Um, you can go ahead and go there, find which one that you like. When you go to the checkout, little little promo box there. You're going to want to put ST Sports 18. That's all capital letters. ST Sports 18. You're going to get 10% off of your order. You can't beat it, folks. It's great stuff for you. Stay energized, stay focused, and don't get the jitters and don't get a crash. With Dubby, be better. So I think that's going to be it for us this week. Um, uh, yeah, pretty good. I'll tell you what. Um, considering how I wanted it to go, this didn't go the way I wanted it to. Yeah. Uh, but we got something out of it. Yeah. And and hopefully we can, you know, fine-tune it. I don't know why it looked like I'm playing with nipples I, here. I just think it's the same thing. <laughs> fine-tune it. We got to tune in Tokyo here. We got to fine-tune it. Um, and, and hopefully get a little bit better. I got to fix the aspect ratio on my camera there yeah. so I don't have the black bars and, and everything like that. Uh, and uh, I got to fix the microphone here because it, it is popping for me. I don't, I don't know why. Um, but we'll, we'll, again, we'll get there. This is a good first step. I don't know if we're going to put this out as, as a full video podcast, but I think I might be able to cut some clips here. Yeah. Uh, 
and put some stuff out there and uh, and we'll go from there uh but uh hey it's a brand new journey man it's a brand new journey it is and, and you know we could look back at this video 100 videos from now and see how how much more how much more oh, better looking back as me holy <laughs> shit how the fuck did we get here yeah uh so we'll see and, and listen it, it, it's it's one step at a time and we'll just figure out how how we go from here but uh it's a good first step uh, i'll say that the fact that it, we actually got it off the ground and there wasn't a major cock up yeah. is pretty fucking amazing in, in in my mind so um and if you guys are still listening me and king both want to thank you guys for still listening <laughs> through this whole uh rigmarole of a test video um, you, what, what the, we should have like a we should have like an end of show club like if you made it all, all the way through <laughs> yeah. like if you listen to our entire podcast it's like you, you've made it into the in, in, into the, the the 69 club or some shit <laughs> yeah you know i don't so, know but we'll, uh, we'll think of something we're gonna make a special little thing where you guys can just go on twitter i'm sorry x x um and put in like uh put in like a thing to let us know that you will you went ahead and you listened to the entire show and we're only ever going to say it at the end of the show so that only the people who listen to the end know what to put see just ah. put x no don't don't, don't do that <laughs> we'll come up with something clever we'll actually do something clever uh but uh until then until we actually think of something clever to do uh i guess i guess we'll see everybody next week yeah. and they'll see us yeah. <laughs> and hopefully uh, a little bit better quality and a little bit a little bit more refined tuning with this yeah, stuff, listen, so. i i think with each one we do from here on out it will be just that little bit better yeah um, and 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 we'll again we're working with duct tape and bubblegum here you know what i mean like i i'm poor i don't have the best equipment in the world i have a computer that's 10 years old i'm trying to work with a phone and a computer through another thing jimbo's trying to record my nonsense through all of this um it's it really is a, a bag of fucking tricks here uh so but we'll see we'll see what happens but hey listen we still have that buy me a coffee right yes yes Listen, if, you want, if you want to help us if you want to help us out help me get a new computer <laughs> help help us get the better equipment that we need to do an actual video uh, uh podcast with actual good quality and good equipment uh you can go to that buy me a coffee what what is it is it st it's sports or stay tuned sports st sports so it's buymeacoffee.com slash st sports there you go all you got to do buymeacoffee.com slash st sports Give us a donation. Anything will help. Uh, and and we'll go ahead and hopefully get a little bit better uh, with all this as it goes on. And and again, as we I think as we get more exposed and go on YouTube, hopefully push that a little bit more um, and and widen our audience. Uh, we'll we'll get a we'll, we'll we'll get more. We'll get better and hopefully uh, uh, get more listeners and. Uh, more viewers like you. There you go. So till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo. And it's your boy King. See ya.